Hey guys, welcome to the Voice Over Nations broadcast. I'm your host, Kerry B. I wanted to come before you today, my heart is a little heavy. Reason being, I was watching the homegoing service of Mr. George Floyd today, the man that was murdered in Minneapolis a couple of weeks ago by a racist cop that had his knee on his neck while he was saying with all the breath he had, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And while I was watching the service today, I was looking at the family as they were broken in tears, trying to console one another. I was listening to the praise and worship and it was high and it was an atmosphere of praise and worship. There was also an atmosphere of sorrow. And as I was looking at his casket, I'm reminded of something he said before he died. He said, Mama, Mama. And I was wondering to myself, why would a 46-year-old man 6'4", 223 pounds, a giant of a man, be calling out for his mother when he's taking his last breath. And I believe the reason why is because of the special relationship he had with Mama. So today I want to speak about a mother's love because I think it's important in this hour no matter how old you are, there are times if your mother is dead or she's still alive, that you need your mother. When I think about him saying, Mama, Mama, it reminded me of my mother who's deceased now. We had such a wonderful relationship together. I led her to the Lord. She opened up her mouth and confessed the Lord Jesus as a Savior. We used to go to Bible studies, to church, to dinner, to the movies. We had a, such a wonderful relationship, particularly towards the latter part of her life. Because when I was coming up, I thought my mother was the meanest person in the earth. I mean, I used to get a whipping almost like every other week about something. But I'm thankful because she understood that if I want my child to be something, I need to make sure that he's going in the right direction. And a mother does so much for her children. I mean, how many mothers they give the food from off of their tables to their children when they're hungry. They take their last dime. They buy shoes and clothes to make sure that their children are provided for. They pray and they worship and they intercede on behalf of them no matter what age they are. And it's something about a mother's love that I just can't explain. I can't hardly articulate. 
because you know it's an old saying that says that when you lose your mother you have lost the best friend in the world and I can relate to that and I can attest to that because when my mother passed it left a void in my life she had cancer breast cancer it had gone away for a couple of years and it came back metastasized in her brain all of her hair fell out her teeth fell out she had taken so much chemotherapy and radiation that her skin was burnt looking. And when she died, she was in so much pain. And when I came back to the hospital, I was about to cry until I saw the smile on her face. And that smile was telling me that my mother made it in. And when George Floyd was dying, as big as he was, as strong as he was, he still needed his mother. And I'm sure many of you today, doesn't matter what age you are, you still need your mother. And this is no slight to the fathers because we have some great fathers. But I just want to speak about mothers right now because I believe that there's a, there's a special place in the heart of a child for their mother. Yes, we love our father, but it's something about mama. The mother that carried us for nine months. The mother that nurtured us. The mother that fed us. Bandaged us. The mother that told us it was going to be all right when the father was mean. The mother that went behind daddy back sometime to make sure we got what we wanted or needed. The mother that when the father or the man wasn't at home, that mother that stood up like a bear, a mother bear to protect her children. There's something about mama. Mothers are so special that the God of the universe decided to send his son to be born into the womb of a mother. You know the heavens can't contain God. The worlds can't contain God. Nothing exists outside of God. But God chose a mother to send his son to save all of humanity. I believe a mother's prayer has a special place in the ear of God. And if there's anyone that should be elevated in this hour, it should be our mothers. And for those that don't have biological children, those special aunts, those special cousins or whoever it was that took care of us, or took care of others that were spiritual mothers, and mentors, thank God for you. There's a special place of honor that our mothers need to be elevated to because life is so hard sometimes and a good mother will know how much how, what types of words to say to comfort a heart that is broken. A mother knows how to mend. 
She knows how to bring back together. And when I saw in the church today, all of those mothers crying, because what this grown man, when he said, mama, mama, something resonated in their souls. And it made them think about their children. A mother's love is powerful, and I want to I want to show you a story in the Word of God that gives a beautiful display of a mother's love. It's found in the Gospel of Matthew, the 15th chapter, the 22nd through the 28th verse. Matthew 15, 22nd through the 28th verse. And it says, And behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But Jesus answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away. For she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But I want you to watch Mama. But then she came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which falls from the master's table. And then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Here you have the story of a woman that doesn't have a God on her side. She's outside of the covenant of God. She's lost. Her family's lost. She has no hope. But some kind of way, she heard about Jesus. She heard about the miracle worker, Mary's baby. And she searched and searched and searched until she found him. And when she saw Jesus, she cried out and said, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Thou son of David, have mercy. Mercy speaks about having a level of compassion. Mercy speaks about no matter what the condition that person is in or what I'm do busy doing, I need to stop and I have to have compassion on this person. A person that does never have mercy is a person that never has compassion. And she said, have mercy. Son of David, my daughter 
is vexed with a devil. My daughter is demon possessed and she's manifesting in my house. I've called everyone I know. I called the preacher. I called the fivefold, but none of them will come because they're afraid. She's strong. She's violent. She's speaking stuff I've never heard. She's throwing up. She's tearing up the house. She's cursed me out. She's threatening to kill me. Lord, I need help. I don't have a man in the house. I need help. This mother is interceding on behalf of her daughter. But the scripture said that Jesus answered her not a word. All of that crying, all of that begging, all of those tears, he answered not a word. And his disciples, when they saw the display of this woman from Canaan, they said, send her away. For she cries out after us. What they didn't seem to understand is that the woman was not crying out after them. The woman was crying out after him, Jesus. And it amazes me for how long these men had been with Jesus that they did not understand that he was a man of mercy, compassion, and kindness. I think it was a time when they wanted to send the little children away. He said, suffer the little children, let, let them come unto me. Because they wanted Jesus all to themselves. They wanted to get the deep revelation. They wanted to be in the clique. And their hearts were not melted at that point with empathy. It wasn't her kind of, of, her, of their race. She was of a different region and of a different race. They were not compassionate for her. And they neither did they want Jesus to have compassion on her either. They wanted her daughter to stay in that condition like she was. And there are people that don't want the master to answer your cry. But he's a merciful God. And then Jesus finally answered and he said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In other words, I was not sent to the Gentiles. I was sent to the Jews because the gospel was open to the Jewish people first, not the Gentiles. So, she, so God was saying, the Lord Jesus was saying that you don't have a covenant. You're not of the Jewish race. I can't deal with you. And then she came and worshiped him. Now she heard what Jesus had said, but this mother was in dire straits. She knew that he was the only one that could help her in her case. There was no one else 
that could cast this devil out but Jesus. She had risked being embarrassed. She had risked being laughed at. She had risked being ostracized. The disciples were trying to kick her out. Jesus was telling her that is nothing I can do for you, basically. But something kicked in her because she was a mother. And she opened up her mouth and she lifted up her hands and she started to worship. As a mother, she worshiped. Because worship breaks open the atmosphere. She didn't care if the men were looking because when a mother is in need, she doesn't care who's around. Mama lifts up her hands and give God the praise anyhow. So as she's worshiping, she said, Lord, help me. How many mothers in their knees have said, Lord, help me, and the Lord opened up a door? But check this out. It says, but he answered and said, it is not good or it is not right to take the children's bread. What he's speaking about the children's bread, he's speaking about deliverance and healing. But he's using an example of bread. The children's bread speaks about the covenant. It speaks about everything that a child of a God is supposed to receive from the covenant of the Lord. He said it's not good to take the children's bread or the divine healing and deliverance that belongs to the Jew and give it to the little dogs or the Gentiles. Now most women will pull out their switchblade and start to cut somebody. They would have been cussing and fussing. They have taken off their long stilettos, hit somebody side of the head and left out and their daughter would have still been vexed. But a persistent mother doesn't care how someone hurts her feeling. She's thinking about her child. Because this woman understood that what he's saying, it may be hard for me to take, but I cannot leave now and go back to something that may be worse than it was before I left. Because my daughter's life is at stake. The daughter that's supposed to go to uh, a spellman. Glory to God. The daughter that's supposed to go to Howard or to Hampton or to FAMU. That daughter, I cannot leave her in that condition because she has a destiny. So I'm going to stay right here and I'm going to worship and I'm going to praise and I'm going to thank God and I'm going to be embarrassed, but I ain't leaving from this spot until my daughter gets healed. And I believe that's the cry in this hour. I ain't leaving until something happens. She said, Jesus said, it's not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. But she said, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs, they eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. 
When Jesus heard this, he answered and said, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. She said, I understand what you're saying, Lord. But even these little dogs, they will go up under the table and they will eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Because they understand that the crumbs are byproducts of the whole. And if there's deliverance in the whole bread, there's got to be deliverance in the crumbs. Praise you, Lord Jesus. So it doesn't matter if I'm eating one crumb or two. I know that there's a blessing in that crumb because it comes from the master's table. She went to the master Jesus, a person that she never met before because she believed that he had the answer. And when she said that, coupled with her worship, coupled with her faith, he said, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And the Bible says that when this woman went back home, her daughter had been healed that same hour. She was healed because of a persistent mother. It doesn't say how old that daughter was of hers. Well, one thing for sure, just as this woman's daughter needed her, George Floyd needed his mother. I remember years ago, I had a cat. And I loved this cat. This cat used to follow me everywhere. And she ended up having kittens. And she would always be to my back porch that's where we would feed her and so forth, and she lived somewhere around up in there. And this one particular day, I was around the front of the house, and I heard an animal scream, crying out in terror. I, I never heard a sound like that coming from an animal. So I ran from around the front of the house because I thought maybe a dog had attacked her. When I ran to the back porch, she was on the porch, she had her kitten by the back of the neck in her mouth. And when she saw me, she dropped the kitten on the porch. When I looked at the head of the kitten, the kitten head was caught in a rat trap, a huge rat trap. I don't know where the kitten was or where the trap came from, but the trap had latched around her kitten's head. She had picked the kitten up because she did not have the power to take that trap from off of her kitten's head. But she knew somebody that could help her. And that was her master, me. And she grabbed her little kitten and put it in her mouth. And I'm sure she said, I'm fixing to take my child to my master because he's the only one that can save your life. And when I saw this little kitten, 
screaming, crying, head almost crushed by this rat trap. I was almost out. I pulled it from off of her little head. And for some reason, I laid my hands on top of the cat's head, the little kitten's head, and I started praying. And I prayed that God would heal the little kitten. And I washed it up, and I went and got some visine and some stuff and put it in the, in the little kitten's eye. And a couple of days later, the eye started getting better. And a few weeks later, you could tell nothing wrong. And I said that to say this, that even an animal knew that if I want my kitten life safe, I need to take it to my master. That thing did something to me. It did something to me, the way she was looking at me with her kitten saying, help. I want to speak to the mothers just before I close. Some of you mothers have been going through for years. And some of you have been asking the question, where is the master? Why hasn't he answered? I've been praying. I've been fasting. I've been crying out. But I can't hear him. Some of you are in bad shape. You have children that are in need. You're working several jobs, but they're still not enough. Nothing is going right for you. I want to pray for you that the Lord would touch you mother, whether you're old or young, black or white, it doesn't matter. May the Lord extend grace to you mother, that mother that's struggling to make it and you're about to give up. And I'll say, woman, mother, don't give up because the Lord has heard your prayer this night and the Lord is going to turn your situation around I pray that you send some means of help to her in this hour in the name of Jesus because Lord you're not a respective person if you did it someone else you can do it for them I pray for those mothers that are elderly the mothers that are sick, sick with disease in their bodies, and the sons and daughters have been lifting them up before the Lord, the ones that have cancer and emphysema and heart disease, the ones that are struggling because their hands and their feet are crippled with arthritis ones that are having eye problems and ear problems I speak be healed in the name of Jesus those that are having back problems serious back problems even with a walker you're still having trouble Lord I ask you to send forth healing angels to them right now 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Scoliosis in the back. Curvatures of the spine. Be straightened now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I ask that your fire would come upon those that are listening to the broadcast today. Whatever condition they have, let your healing power begin to flow upon them now. Whether they're in their homes, in the hospitals, convalescent homes, wherever, let your healing power flow upon them right now. Those that are suffering with glaucoma and cataracts, I stretch forth my hands and I say, be healed. I bind that spirit of blindness now and I command it to leave from your life now in the name of Jesus. I pray for that mother that's about to have surgery and you are afraid. You're afraid. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Lord, I ask that you calm that mind now and that spirit of anxiety. I break your power now in the name of Jesus and I command you to leave that body in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. Glory to God. I pray for that mother that is worried about her children right now. You have a son on this. I'm praying for that mother that lost a son and that child's brother is going down the same road that he went down. You lost your son in the street to some type of violence and you're afraid that you're about to lose this child the same way. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would send your angels to arrest that child right now by your hands, not by police, but by you. That you will bring that young man in, bound into your presence. And God, you will save him and you will cover him and you would heal him and set him free now. That you would break every bad direction that he's gone. In the name of Jesus, I'm speaking to some mother that you need to anoint your children with all. Put it on your hands. When they're asleep, put your head, hands on their head or whatever. Or when you hug them, put it on your hands and just hug them around the back. You don't even have to tell them. You pray over that all. Speak into that all because that all is going to receive your words. And all is going to listen to what you're saying because it has the ability to hear just like everything that God created. And God told uh, the people, if you don't praise me, the rocks will cry out. Rocks have an ability to hear and cry. So take that oil, put it in your hands and pray over it. I pray over that bottle. Anoint their pillows. Anoint their shoes. Glory to God. Anoint, anoint their cars or whatever they have and speak protection over their lives. Plead the blood of Jesus Christ over them in this hour because there's a demonic spirit, there's a force going through the atmosphere now, throughout the universe, and is seeking to take our sons and daughters prematurely. But God has not appointed us to wrath. God never sent your sons and daughters or anyone here to die early. That's a lie of the devil. And you have to cancel that premature death from over their life in the name of Jesus and break cycles and patterns from off of your bloodline so it does not affect your children or your generations. So I'm praying now for that mother. I'm praying for the children, the adults 
that have uh, your, your mother and your father, uh, they're sick, they're elderly, and they can barely make it. May God give them grace in this hour. I'm praying for that parent that's in the nursing home and the children are not even listening to this broadcast. They, they stuck them in a nursing home and they don't care anything about them. And they are lonely and they are sad and they don't have anyone to visit them. I'm praying for that mother. I'm praying that angels would come and minister to that mother tonight because she's lonely. I see tears in her eyes right now saying, why does no one care about me? Why does my child not care as good as I've been to them? I'm hearing that in the spirit. And I just speak that God, you will comfort that mother through the CNAs or the nurses or whoever, but that somebody would show that mother love, that someone would give that mother a meal, that someone would send that mother flowers in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. I'm praying for that mother, that young mother that's strung out with drugs and she's strung out so bad that she's offering up her young daughter to older men to have sex with her for the price of the drugs. I break that power now in the name of Jesus. I break it in the name of Jesus right now. I see it ain't so. Save that child, God. Save and protect that child. Save that child. Whatever transaction is about to go on, Lord, I ask that you intervene on behalf of that child, that she will not be molested because mother, mama has a drug habit. And I pray for that mother, that God, you would deliver her, that you would set her free because she does not want to do this. She's not in her right mind. And I pray, God, that you get her to a facility where she can get some help. In the name of Jesus. In the name. I'm praying now for that mother that is afraid of her son and her daughter. That they're always talking about how they're going to slap her and whip her and beat her and you're afraid of them. I pray the next time that they raise their hand to hit you that they fall down face first on the ground and will not be able to move until they realize that God has favored your life. I release it now upon you that the next time that they lift their hands to hit you, that the Lord will strike them, not with death, but the Lord will strike them that they'll know that this is not of God. I speak it in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. I speak to that woman that, can't, that cannot have children. You've tried and you've tried and you've tried. You've tried and you've tried and you've tried and you want so bad to be a mother. Father, I ask that you would touch and you open that womb and I come against that spirit of barrenness and I break your power now in the name of Jesus. And I command you to take your hands from off of her and I bind you by the power of God in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I command your womb to be open. I command your womb to be open. 
in the name of Jesus. You've been taking fertility drugs and they have not been working. But this night, God is opening up your womb. Glory to God. God is opening up your womb right now. <sighs> Glory to God. And, and, and I heard as almost as Sarah, when God told Sarah um, that she's going to have a child, she laughed. When this baby is born, you're going to laugh and say, look at God. Because what the enemy meant for harm, God is going to turn it around for your good. So be womb open now. Touch now, God, that womb and let it be free. Every curse on it, every curse of that womb not producing, glory to God, I break it in the name of Jesus and I release multiplication. I release uh, procreation in you that God, babies are going to come from your womb in the name of Jesus. Praise your Lord Jesus. Praise your Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I speak to that mother that's grieving. You've been grieving for the loss of a child and the loss of your husband for a while. And it seems like the more you try, the worse it gets. Father, I pray that this mother would receive peace that you would give this mother calm assurance that earth has no sorrow, that heaven cannot heal. And I ask that you lift this spirit of heaviness from off of her heart. That all she does is cries. She cries day and night and day and night and day and night because her whole life was wrapped up in either that husband or either in that child. Let her know, Lord God, that you can make all things new, even in death. For there's a time and a season for everything. Glory to God. I ask her that, I ask, oh God, that you would give her a new season, that you would give her new hope, that you would send forth children that would be children to her in a loss of her child. In the name of Jesus, in a loss of her husband, in the name of Jesus, praise you right now. Fill her heart with love. Fill her heart with praise. And let that spirit of heaviness be lifted and the garment of praise, let it come on our life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to take this opportunity just to thank the mothers I think all of the ladies, I think you're so special. I think you are, you are awesome. And I speak to the sons and daughters that have, still have your mothers, cherish them. Because the day may come when they're not here. Take them out to eat. Let every day be Mother's Day. Nourish them, hug them, hold them. Be a blessing to them. Because I wish I had mine. And I wish that you have yours as long as it's possible. That they live a long life. And I speak it upon them in the name of Jesus.
in the name of Jesus. Glory to your precious name. Glory to your precious name. I believe that God is going to do something special with the mothers in this hour and with women in particular. There's a special grace, an end time grace that God is releasing. And he's releasing it upon the ladies. There's a grace coming upon the men too, don't get me wrong, but this is a message to the ladies tonight, particularly the mothers. There's an end time grace that's coming and all of your labor that you have labored for for years and years, that God is going to reward you. All those times when you covered others and all those times when others came and said, Miss so-and-so, would you pray for my child? There's a harvest coming because you've sown into the lives of others and others are coming to sow into your life because you're a Proverbs 31 woman. You're a woman of honor, a woman of sustenance, a woman of integrity and character. And if your children are not here, other children are going to rise up and call you blessed. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you extend favor upon every mother in this hour, every woman in this hour. That grace upon grace would be multiplied to them. And their children that they don't even have relationship with. There's some of you mothers on here, you don't have relationship. Your relationship with your children have been strained for years, for years and years. And, you, and your heart is heavy because whatever happened, um, you wish it didn't happen. Or whatever reason you fell out, you wish it didn't happen. And, and you're getting older now and you want things to be mended. I pray that that child, some kind of way in the spirit, will hear that mama is calling me. Mama is calling me. And they will pick up the phone and they will call you and they will tell you that they miss you and how much they love you. And I hear an apology coming from some mother's child for something that happened because the Lord is going to lay heavy on their hearts that what they did or what they're doing is dishonorable. And you're going to get a call soon. Glory to God. God is going to make a way because he's bringing back connections. He's mending the broken places. Life is too short to go through these situations and tomorrow is not promised. So there's a mending that's coming to many of your mothers because the Lord is going to favor your life. As I said before, no matter how old you get, you still need your mother. Sometimes I sit and I think about her for whatever reason. And it's just a passing thought. And it just reminds me of the good times. And when I see mothers with their sons and daughters, it makes me feel so good because I think about the times that I had. So I want you to nourish your mother as I get ready to close.
and take care of her. Let her know how much she's appreciated, how she's appreciated. Be a blessing to her and whatever mama needs, I don't care what mama needs, whatever mama needs, give mama what she wants. Unless it's something to harm her. Glory to God. God shall be blessed. I would love to hear your comments. And if I've touched anything that deals with your situations, I would love to hear that. And I would love to pray for you and pray with you. I'm already doing that because I just had a, I wasn't even going to do this message, but the Lord placed this on my heart that this is what needed to be done for this broadcast. And so I'm praying for you. I ask that you would share this broadcast. And this is Vaughn Radio. And this is Voice Over Nations broadcast. And I'm Carrie B. Love you guys. And I'll talk with you soon. I love you, Mama. Be blessed.